you are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 122 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and today I'm talking about Matt Chapman, the Astros getting swept in Anaheim, and the A's have a big series coming up this week, so I'm going to get you guys ready for that one. Also, I have tentative plans to talk with Javier Reyes of Locked On Padres about the series that was over the weekend, uh, hopefully this morning, but, uh, you know, weather permitting, we'll see, because... Uh, if you don't run the air conditioner, it gets really hot. So uh, I, I'm trying not to pass out during this podcast. Um, so hopefully I'm talking to him and we'll just talk about the exciting Padres and the exciting A's. And we'll see uh, what we liked about each other's teams. And we'll go from there. So uh, hopefully that drops a little bit later today. If not, uh, I'll have more episodes for you guys later this week. No big deal. So before I get into everything, please follow us on social media at LockedOnA's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. And if you have any questions for us, please send them to LockedOnAthletics at Gmail. Also, if you are a fan of the podcast, please make sure to subscribe. We do these daily, uh, five times a week at least. Uh, So we got Monday through Friday episode every day for you guys, even on holidays. Look at this. Boom. So if you guys want more A's content, please hit subscribe. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my plea for for the episode. All right. So let's talk about Matt Chapman. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to wing most of this episode and just go uh, off the off the cuff here a little bit because uh, that might be more fun for me. And also I have another episode to do later and it's really hot. So I want to make this quick. So all these things. Um, so Matt Chapman went 0 for 11 on the weekend with 10 strikeouts. Not a great performance from the captain, Captain Matt, if you will. In the postgame news conference, uh, Bob Melvin said that uh, Matt Chapman was dealing with a right hip strain, something that's been bugging him on and off a little bit. They're still awaiting the MRI, so we're not sure how long he's going to be out, how bad the situation is, but uh, he's probably going to be missing a game or two. My guess, and this is pure speculation on my part, but if he's not going to land on the injured list, I feel like Matt Chapman is a gamer and he's going to want to play against the Astros if he can. Uh, or, you know, if, if they let him at least. So I feel like we're probably going to see him against the Astros unless he's landing on the injured list. And if he does land on the injured list, who, who are they going to call up? My guess is Sheldon Noisy because he's a, a versatile guy too. They could plug him in at shortstop if they need to. Or I, I don't know if they're going to want to have, uh, you know, Tommy LaStella play over at uh, shortstop. But that is something that they could definitely consider with Chapman being out. My guess is that they're going to go with, if Chapman misses a decent amount of time or, you know, a a couple of games, that they're going to go with uh, Simeon also out. If Simeon comes back, everything just kind of falls into place. But if they're both out, then my guess is that they would play Vimeo Machin either at shorter uh, third base, depending on where they feel more comfortable with Chad Pinder playing, who has the better arm, you know, things like that. Because Machin can handle either one. And I think at this point, you kind of want his bat in the lineup because he's getting, you know, a hit every game, but he's smoking the ball. So you kind of want to get him while he's hot. And he could be a nice little piece that you weren't expecting to play against Houston, but now he's going to get an opportunity. So maybe Chapman and Simeon being hurt leads to good things. He's also a left-handed bat. So, you know, throw that in the lineup. Um, by no means am I saying that the A's are a better team with both these guys out. But in a small sample facing a division opponent that you want to win some games against, you you might want to have your better hitter up at this moment in time. And, you know, Chapman being out for 
some amount of time during the series could force the ace hand and put Machine in there. And as I've been very open and honest with, I really like Vamihal Machine a lot. And uh, may- maybe this is a, se- a series that he can, you know, break out a little bit, have a couple hits, few RBI, have a big hit in there, and, uh, you know, really ingratiate himself to, uh, to Ace fans everywhere. And also, it's not like the A's are the only team dealing with injuries right now. The Astros have a decent amount of uh, injuries going on, and they're still somewhat competitive. Maybe not this weekend, but, you know, they're still in the mix, at least, for the division. And uh, the Yankees, they're falling out of it a little bit, but they they have a whole roster full of nobodies right now. Uh, they don't have a judge or basically Luke Voigt is their main guy. So championship caliber teams have to win these games, even even if they got injuries. So... The A's need to show up right now. Matt Olson's getting uh, a little warmer right now. He, he was showing off some wheels, which was a lot of fun. Um, and I'm fully expecting Ramon Laureano to just go completely bonkers against the Astros over the course of five games. If he plays in all five games and he gets like 20 at-bats, I'm thinking like eight for 20. Uh, and he's going to hit like two homers, have like eight runs driven in. He's going to go insane. And uh, I think that we would love to see the re- return of uh, the laser this weekend or, you know, uh, this week. Sorry just because he's been kind of missing since the Astros left town and he got suspended. So it would be nice to see him back in the lineup, really, uh, you know, pedal to the metal and uh, showing the Astros that they messed with the wrong guy. So that is the hope for Ramon Laureano over the next couple of days here. But uh, let's move on just slightly. And let's... I know that I'm probably going to talk about this with uh, Javier tomorrow or today, sorry. But... um, I got to talk about it just a little bit. What's up with the New York umpires? Oh my God, they're terrible. I do not like them. Like on Friday, I get it. You know, that was a close call or whatever. Um, And over the course of the game, didn't necessarily have an impact on the final score. Uh, Luzardo kind of seemed to lose it a little bit after he took the mound after that, you know, call was overturned and all that stuff. But that's kind of on him a little bit, I guess. Um, It does shift the the situation of the game and, you know, but they lost by seven. So I, I'm not going to get too worked up over that run Sunday's game though. Oh man, that was a clear safe. And they were like, yeah, but you know, screw you guys again. And they lost by two, but if they were down by one run in that ninth inning and they had that leadoff double, I think that that run probably scores and they probably tie the game. And I know that I've seen the A's play this year and nothing's a guarantee with nobody out and runners in scoring position. But, you know, it felt like today would be different. And uh, it, it wasn't because I, whatever. Anyways, so that one was just weird. It, it seems like, and I'm, I'm sure that, uh, you know, Bob Melvin is feeling it, even though he's not saying it. It feels like all of the calls go against the A's. And there's just something weird about that. Immediately afterwards from the Locked On A's Twitter account, I just tweeted in all caps, CONSPIRACY, because obviously... And, uh, you know, after they didn't overturn the call, which you can kind of see coming at this point, it kind of became clear that Major League Baseball has a vendetta against the Oakland A's. So that's fun. It's always fun when the commissioner hates your team and then he's actively trying to... I I get that, you know, the Padres are a fun team and all that stuff, but isn't it more fun if they win because they earned it? I mean, they don't need help. They're a really good baseball team. The A's are also a really good baseball team. I mean, the record says so. we don't know that, but their record says they are, so that's nice. So I guess as A's fans right now, we're we're all a little bit worried about, you know, what the future holds with the season and uh, playoffs and all that stuff, because the A's don't look good at this point in time. But at the other side of that coin, they're not playing very well, and they are still 
far and above the rest of the AL West, and they're second in the American League. Granted, they haven't had to deal with that many injuries and whatnot. You know, uh, Birch Smith was the big one so far up until, you know, Simeon and Matt Chapman. So that probably played a decent role in how they got their record. But I feel like they have the talent to, and hungry talent too. Vimeo Machin's uh, been playing a little bit more. He's been playing a little bit better. Uh, Chad Pender hasn't been playing very much at all since he became a father. And, uh, you know, Tony Kemp has been riding the pine pretty much until he got that pinch hit opportunity uh, after the A's got La Stella. So they, they got some guys that, that they want to show what they can do with their, their little bit of playing time. So maybe that's, a, maybe that's a good thing. And that could help turn the A's into a, a juggernaut like they should be because they have the, the pieces right now. And if Manaya is going to keep pitching like he did on Saturday, going five innings pitched, four hits allowed, one earned run, uh, a walk and five strikeouts. If he keeps doing stuff like that, the A's can make that work for them, especially when they're going to have uh, extra arms like hopefully A.J. Puck here in the coming week. Maybe Mike Miner in the bullpen. We'll see if his stuff plays up a little bit because uh, he's not going to be in the rotation most likely. Or, you know, Chris Bassett could be. He's probably going to be getting uh, starter, starter innings on that one. But they got the bullpen to do this. So if Sean Manetti can give you five, that's all they need. Five innings of one run ball, they will take that in the playoffs from Sean Manaya. And if you got him and Bassett and Luzardo, I mean, it's not the best options, but, and I mean, these guys like pitching towards their best, you know, not, you know, uh, Luzardo from Friday night, but if they're doing well enough, they can rely on that bullpen a little bit because they got some arms in there. Even though I know that uh, Joaquin Sori has been getting hit around a little bit more, use Mero Petit, same thing, but they've got the guys. And if everybody's performing a look like they should, they, they might have enough in the rotation. So we will see on that one. Um, hopefully AJ Puck comes back soon. We'll see. But anyways, coming up, I have a little bit more on the Astros and the A's and Astros series. There's been an interesting development in the ALS standings. I'm going to cover that as well and uh, get you guys just ready for the A's and Astros series. So that's what's coming up for you guys. But first, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about our sponsor today. And today we are sponsored by Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves or say something like, I lost my mojo. Or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And if you can, please follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. And let's get right into it. The standings are updated. 
The A's are now third in the American League with the White Sox overtaking them. So with the A's being in third, that would actually set them up with the Astros right now in a first round matchup. That would be a lot of fun or not. Um, But what I really want to draw attention to here is that the Astros are 21 and 19 after their four game sweep at the hands of the Angels. And just a couple games back of them, you got the Seattle Mariners. They're looming and they are three games back of the Astros as we currently sit right now. And I like this development. Um, also, the Yankees are in eighth place, and they are only two games up on the Orioles. Could you imagine the Seattle Mariners and Baltimore Orioles, two of the supposed worst teams in baseball, knocking out two of the heavyweight contenders for the World Series championship, let alone a postseason spot, the World Series? Uh, I like this 60-game season. It's kind of fun. So let's hope for some chaos and all that stuff. But yeah, let's get into the actual A's series that's coming up this this week. Just to give you an idea of where the Astros have been over the last four days, they allowed 31 runs and 31 and two-thirds innings pitched over the weekend. That is basically a 9 ERA over the weekend. That is not great. Uh, Lance McCullers and Jose Altuve both landed on the uh, injured list in recent days, so neither of them are going to be facing the A's in this five-game series. So... Uh, and, McCullers pitched well against the A's in Houston. Uh, Jose Altuve hadn't been playing very well, but he could be an A's killer at some times. So, uh, you know, maybe that's a good thing. Uh, or maybe we would have preferred to face Lance McCullers as opposed to random rookie that we will talk about. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, the Astros' upcoming schedule for this week is five against the A's and two against the Los Angeles Dodgers in Los Angeles. They, they've, it's put up or shut up week for them. And so they're going to be amped up a little bit. A's are going to have to counter that. And uh, it'll be interesting. On Monday, we have Christian Javier going for Houston. The A's faced them once when the A's were really, really hot. They were winning all the games. And remember that win streak that they had and then the fight and then the suspensions and all that stuff? Uh, it, It was at that time. And Christian Javier went three innings pitched, gave up five runs in his only start against the A's. So hopefully they can repeat that. And then facing him, you got Frankie Montas. Uh, We'll see where he stands. Uh, Houston roughed him up in his start against Houston, in his most recent start against Houston. So uh, hopefully this is a get-right game for him. On Tuesday, we got Zach Greinke and TBD going for the Houston Astros. And then the A's are throwing out Chris Bassett and Mike Miner. We don't know who's starting which game. And if I'm thinking about it, I I think you want to have Bassett go against Greinke just because I think Bassett gives you a better chance of winning that game. So if Grinky gives up like three or four, maybe the A's have a chance right there, especially with the Astros bullpen and all that stuff. And uh, Mike Miner against TBD, I don't know who the other guy is. So who's to say if he could outpitch TBD? Hopefully. Maybe they don't throw anybody and they just forfeit. That'd be great. Um, That's probably not going to happen, damn it. And then on Wednesday, we got Luis Garcia. He's making his second big league start, and he's going against Jesus Lazardo, so that should be a fun one. Um, I, I got some notes on Luis Garcia here. And then Thursday, you got Jose Urquidy. He just came off of the injured list. He made his first start. He did okay, and he wasn't great. And he's going against Shamanaya. Hopefully, Shamanaya just keeps shoving, and, uh, you know, we can just shove him into the rotation for the playoffs. That'd be nice. Um, But... Wednesday starter I want to talk about a little bit because he's a new face for us. He has not pitched against the A's ever. He's only pitched against the Angels. And in that, well, it wasn't even a start. He came in for Lance McCullers after McCullers didn't get any outs. So he 
technically got the first out of the game, but he didn't start the game. Anyways, he went four and a third innings pitched, gave up one run. That one run uh, that he allowed was a solo homer to Jared Walsh, who is the Angels' left-handed first baseman. Apparently, they have other first basemen on that team. Didn't recall seeing a Jared Walsh play, but he's a lefty first baseman playing for the Halos. And so, if he can take this guy deep, then I'm pretty sure Matt Olson's got one in him, too. So, watch out for Matt Olson having a dinger stravaganza. Dinger ganza? Dinger, yeah. I think I nailed that one. <laughs> and anyways, so uh, Garcia, I, in my estimation, though, is one of those trap game guys where they're coming off of a doubleheader. Maybe they've won. Maybe they lost. We don't know what's going to happen yet. Hopefully they win. Um, but he hadn't pitched above high A until that first game against the Halos. And so there's not a lot of video on him. They don't necessarily know what they're getting. The guys on the major league team for the A's have not seen him at all. Uh, in live action. You know, sometimes they like come up through the minors together and stuff, and that's not the case for the A's. So usually in the game like this, you see first time through the order, guys dominant, strikes out like five, goes, you know, one, two, three in all three innings. So I'm kind of expecting that. But the key to winning games like this is that second and third time through the order. So they, they got to be patient. They got to, you know, be ready to bash this guy when they get up that second time against them. And uh, take advantage of whatever he's doing wrong, because he is a high A pitcher. They should be able to hit him. And if they want to, you know, help their chances a little bit more, if if he's only going to go for four and a third innings, or you know, he's on a pitch count similar to that, where he's going to throw like sixty or seventy or something like that, what you'd really like to see them do is really take advantage of the Astros bullpen over the course of Monday and Tuesday with three games in two days. And so you you kind of force Dusty Baker's hand where Luis Garcia has to pitch a little bit more than you would like him to to you know stay in the game or something like that, just because you got to save the bullpen for their final game against the A's, and they got two more against the Dodgers. You, you can't just go, you know, hey, he's getting roughed up a little bit in the second. You can't pull him then. So hopefully you, you get this guy on the ropes a little bit, and then uh, you can just kind of keep jabbing and get some runs and get a, get a nice win that way. So how they play on Monday and Tuesday could have a big impact on the outcome of Wednesday's game. So uh, look for them to get into that bullpen and start swinging because uh, not like in a physical altercation, we're going to get suspensions kind of a way, but you know, like in a ba- hitting baseballs over the fence kind of way, um, just to be clear. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if the A's can take four out of five against the Astros, which might be a big ask with how the team is playing right now, but also the Astros keep giving them up. So we'll, we'll see. Um, so anyways, if they can take four to five against the Astros, that would give them a six and a half game lead on Houston, which is not nothing. Uh, that would take an entire week to make up and there would be two weeks left in the season. So that would kind of wrap up the season for the A's or wrap up the division for the A's in 2020. You would hope (laughs) you would really hope. So if that's the case, I'm going to bring this back a little bit to how it could impact the Mariners. So, but the Mariners only three games back of the Astros for that second seed in the AL West. If the A's beat up on Houston, that opens the door a little bit for Seattle because they got four, I'm, I'm just going to keep saying four Astros losses that they have, that they could make up ground on Houston right there. And then uh, the Astros and Angels play a three-game series the final week of the season. So head-to-head matchups are always a good way to make up some ground. And then the A's and Mariners play four games in the final three days of the season. And uh, if the A's have secured the AL West, maybe they're going to be resting their guys and maybe Seattle gets an an easy win or two here or there. And uh, 
I'm not saying that the Mariners are, you know, a playoff caliber team by any means, but I am saying that I am petty and I would like it if the Astros did miss the postseason. So that is my goal right now. That is why I started the West Watch. And even when it looks like the Astros have something wrapped up, they just keep on giving and giving me hope. So, uh, you know, we'll see how the next four days go. Hopefully it's good news for the A's because that would uh, really put us all at ease and we'd all be feeling a little bit better. And we're like, hey, we can just figure out the rotation and then that's all we got to worry about right now. Get the bats going a little bit and, you know, take some of the pressure off. So that would be a big plus. So if you are also excited about this big season series, make sure to follow us on Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB. I live tweet the games. It's a lot of fun. Uh, And, you know, we'll be bashing the Astros a whole bunch. So uh, get on board. And also, if you like the podcast, please subscribe wherever you like your podcast. And uh, you can hear me there, too, as well for, you know, A's news and intakes and stuff. Um, All right. But anyways, I'm going to get out of here. Stay indoors. Celebrate good times, Oakland. Keep wearing those masks. And I will talk to you later.